0: Hello and a welcome to Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music, from solo artists to duos and songwriting band members, established songwriters, as well as up-and-coming ones. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today is Avery Cochran. Hello. Welcome, Avery. Thank you, Gary. Uh, I had the pleasure of catching a couple of song, uh, a couple of songs of yours at a recent show, and you sounded great, so I appreciate you coming in today. Um, Absolutely. From what I understand, you split your time between San Diego and the Pacific Northwest.
1: That is true. I'm born and raised in Seattle, Washington, and I moved out here to attend the highly esteemed San Diego State University in 2019. So it's been about three years since I moved down here for the first time, but that was interrupted in 2020 when COVID hit. And I was just a freshman, moved home with mom and dad, and then kind of rediscovered my love for songwriting.
0: While you were up there. While back I was in- up
1: there, yeah. And so now, um, as a result, I um, I started playing shows up there, recording up there. And then finally, I came back down to San Diego to go back to school in person in uh, January. So just, just this year, I moved back to San Diego permanently. Here I am studying, trying to establish myself as a musician down here, too. So shout out to SoFar Sounds uh, for giving me a couple gigs.
0: Yeah, that that uh, that gig was great.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: Really nice, uh, nice little setting too that uh, you were. I playing know it was in. beautiful. Um, did music play a big part uh, of your life while you were growing up?
1: Not in the familial sense. Um, I'm the only musician in my family on both lines of lineage that can be traced. Um, so, I mean, yes, in in the sense of listening. You know, we've got my my dad and his ACDC, and my mom and. <laughs> her jazz and, um, but no, I, I grew up singing and I was in choir in middle school and then vocal jazz in high school. And that's when I really discovered a love for songwriting was high school and being in the vocal jazz ensemble, because there was so much improvisation. You make up your own melodies and it's to this, the scat syllables, you know, like, like do we bat, you know, but I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool that the rhythm section, like playing like this, this four chord progression, whatever. And then me and all my, my classmates are just riffing off of it, making all these melodies. And then I'm thinking, gosh, I wish I could say like actual words to this, write words. So then I started singing and writing songs with a couple of friends that could play guitar and bass and took those vocal melodies that I would write in vocal jazz and put words to them and then make them a more contemporary song.
0: So that played a part, uh, a big part, I'm guessing, in in shaping your style, maybe, as to where you are today?
1: I would say so, especially um, my vocals. I would say there's, since I was mostly trained in jazz, I feel like, um, I I would say, yes, absolutely.
0: Uh, You're going to be playing a guitar today. Do you play any any other instruments?
1: Um, I kind of learned songwriting on piano. I'm not very, very good at either guitar or <laughs> piano, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I, with vocal jazz, um, I started playing piano um, to accompany myself or classmates or just do like the vocal warm ups. And then I picked up a guitar senior year of high school. Uh, never really took any formal classes or had a teacher or anything, so I kind of just taught myself. I still don't know bar chords, which was one of my New Year's resolutions that I have not <laughs> met yet. But um, yes, I play piano and guitar.
0: And um, are you self-taught on the piano?
1: Yes. But still, still then, it's just kind of like a mere accompaniment, you know, like playing those, those chord progressions while I sing. So it's nothing. Don't expect anything yeah. <laughs> like jaw dropping <laughs> from either instrument, but I'm trying to get better. That's definitely one of my goals as a
0: musician. Any other vocal lessons or or training that you had aside no. from the the jazz? Aside from Cuz you got a, and... a really nice voice.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, no. I I don't have any uh I guess singing in my car <laughs> <laughs> on long on long drives playing Taylor Swift and, and belting out the new, the new Taylor Swift songs and singing along to those. But no, no, no vocal lessons per se, which I feel like I could have really benefited from. Um, I feel like any singer could benefit from. I've always wanted to expand my range because sometimes I still feel it's like it's a, a little
0: limited. But Who would you say influenced your music the most?
1: Songwriting or singing?
0: Let's go with singing and just musicianship. Mm. Let's start there. Who influenced you the most?
1: That is an excellent question, gosh. I'm trying to think uh, outside of the the jazz scope
0: Taylor Swift
1: right. well, <laughs> you know, I was one of those late bloomer Swifties, you know, I kind of trying to maintain the cool girl image growing up. I'm like, no, scoffed at Taylor Swift, you know <laughs> I didn't want to fit in with all the all the Taylor Swifties growing up, so but when she released um her CoVID album folklore, that's when that was a songwriting just masterpiece for me i i so i really got into taylor swift when she released that album and that um so from the songwriting sector her lyrics are just her storytelling is beautiful i also admire so much phoebe bridger's um just the succinctness of which they they tell stories like the most intimate details
0: about a story taylor swift you know her songs so many of her songs are about lost loves. Exactly. You know. Yeah,
1: I would say that's what a lot of my songs are about. Lost lost loves, which I'm certainly trying to expand um, my discography into writing more things. But, you know, I, I hear songs about people writing about their, their family or their friends or songs, very introspective songs about themselves as a kid or now. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm definitely trying to expand the lost loves category. But um, yeah. Trying to get out of that. Yes, definitely trying to get out of that.
0: How would, you, um, how would you describe your, your current sound, or are you one who doesn't like to put labels on your music?
1: I definitely don't like to put labels. I just released, I guess not just, it was like six months ago, but six months ago I released my debut EP, um, and I like to call it a sonic charcuterie board. You've got your meat and <laughs> cheese and nuts and jam, or whatever else you put on a, a charcuterie board. <laughs> um, it's a little bit of everything because uh, I'm still trying to define what my sound is. You know, i there's a dance pop record, and then there's like a a tender acoustic ballad, and then there's um like a dream pop doo-wop themed song. so and I still don't know. And I just released a single. A couple weeks ago, and I and I still don't know how to categorize that. When I'm pitching for playlists or or just pitching for anything, it's so hard to categorize my music. Um, I'm still trying to just like throw throw shit on the wall and see what sticks, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so far it sounds it sounds good from what I've heard. Thank so, you.
1: Um,
0: you're going to play three original songs for us today. Yes. What's uh, What's the first one?
1: Um, the first one it doesn't have a title. Um, but I wrote it over the summer. I, it's not released yet. So I um, I don't know I, if, if the, anybody listening has suggestions for the title. I was thinking maybe like Handmade for Me or Every Piece. Um, those are some words I say in the chorus. But uh, this is the first song. And yes, I wrote it over not a lost love, but a current love. So,
0: All right, whenever you're ready.
1: Thank you.
2: All night Are you still Bored in your flight You don't have to pick up The phone Just know I need you Back on the west coast I know I Started a fight And I know I Left you high and dry It's not like me To be so dramatic I just wanna feel you Feel the passion Cause I know that you Were handmade for me And I'll never leave From every inch of my body And I want every piece Tell me all oh, your are about to treat. Everything you think is ugly Let me in to see And I'll be the one who drives down on the one lonely night You need someone well I'll be your alarm Close your eyes I'll see at sunrise I know you're tired again Getting older, I know he's faking, getting sober No, Rochelle, is it some kind of new well? Still I know that you were handmade for me And I'll never leave Men from every inch of my frail body all your bad dreams and everything you think is ugly let me in to see Wanna say it, just like Tell me all your bad dreams No, I don't think they're scary It's not like me to be so dramatic But, babe, you're narcotic And I'm an addict
0: Thank you. (laughs) I understand the uh, first single you ever released Called Chelsea Boots. Yes, um, had thousands of listeners in its first twenty-four hours. Pretty impressive for a first release. when uh, When did that come out?
1: That came out March twenty twenty-one. So following, when I came home for COVID in March twenty twenty, um, endured a couple of heartbreaks that following summer, and then that's exactly when. I found songwriting again. And I was enrolled in this class in a community college um, because I I had deferred from San Diego State. So I I did community college back in Seattle and there was a songwriting class, which was really cool and really special. It was um, instructed by uh, Anna Nancy Wilson's uh, third band member, the Hearts' third band member, her name is Sue Ennis. And she, had the songwriting class for community college students. And so I enrolled in that. And for my final, I wrote Chelsea Boots. And then I, you know, it's a three chord song. So that's when I decided, you know, my my guitar knowledge is so limited. I want to find a a guitar teacher. So I ended up, I sought out a guitar teacher, but ended up finding a producer instead. Um, He was like, this is a great tune, you know, like it doesn't need, it doesn't need, more than three chords let's produce it Um, so we produced it and it took a while and, and it was the coolest thing It was my first time in a studio it was my first like I always just you know wrote songs for fun in my bedroom but now I wasn't enrolled in university I was living with mom and dad taking community college classes and yeah at a studio and recording my music and so we released it I released it in March and it it got some great feedback, which made me so happy and inspired and confident, and is what's leading me to keep going with this.
0: So that 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 kind of recognition, yes, um, it does a lot for you.
1: Yes, absolutely and, and,
0: and pushes you to to keep going.
1: Absolutely, especially in the Seattle music scene, because there's a lot of picky people. I mean, there's a lot of pe- picky people everywhere, but um, it felt really good to be recognized um, where I grew up and in a relatively large city and and have people, you know, I would see Chelsea Boots appear on a University of Washington students curated playlist or, you know, some random radio stations, and and that was was so cool. And so the recognition goes a long way for me, for sure.
0: Because you had so many listeners within the first 24 hours, um, was there any kind of marketing campaign for it? Was it all by word of mouth that you got— It was all
1: by word of mouth.
0: And social media?
1: You (sighs) know— Gosh, I, I think it was social media. And honestly, because I I want to give myself credit but like and the integrity of the song credit, but I think I just had, you know, I had kept like my songwriting skills or singing skills under wraps for most of my life because I always just kind of thought it was a side gig. So when I released this song, like, I I think it got so many listeners because people wanted to know like, oh, Avery Cochran released this song. Like, let's see if it's shit. And so... I think it got a lot of people, it piqued a lot of curiosity. Um, so, a lot of people from my life, from San Diego, from high school, from all circles of my social environment, I think were all really curious. And that, but that spiked and that got on, you know, some Spotify uh, algorithmic playlists and stuff mm. too. So, I think why it got so many listeners is everybody was really curious. Um, because, I you know, and when people, for my upbringing release music, I'm so curious I'm gonna listen, so I think the social media, but no long story short, there was no paid campaign. I just think people were really curious, interesting yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and you mentioned then you released uh, your first e p that's athletic genius right yes um, and you nice. did you did have some help promoting that, didn't you? You had a uh, international distribution plans you, there was a concert, wasn't there in Oh, the video yeah.
1: yes, hmm um, a lot of things <laughs> that you just mentioned are in my bio, but have not materialized yet. Um, the well, the the music video is is set to release soon. We that was for the fourth track on the EP, Different Light. Um, we had this full scale production music video when I was still home in Seattle, um, and that was done by University of Washington film students. And so that's set to release pretty soon. I'm really excited about that. It has an excellent storyboard and beautiful cinematography. It's just kind of delayed on the release. I don't know. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, music festival was so cool. I, I got a slot at Belltown Bloom, which is a Seattle female-fronted um, music festival that's only, I think this was only its second year. It would have been more, but COVID postponed it the last couple of years. But it was at the famous Crocodile in downtown Seattle, Belltown to be exact, and they asked me to play, and it was so cool. I mean, I I was on a bill with people like Wet and Alves, and gosh, Penelope Scott, a bunch of a bunch of cool local artists, female artists, female fronted bands, um. So I was I was really really overjoyed to be on that bill.
0: And and the EP was mastered at Abbey Road Studios. In yes, London. sir. Yes.
1: Wow. Uh, but. You know it's it's pretty accessible. I mean, if there's any musicians looking to get their their stuff mastered, seriously, like check it out because it's so cool. You know, you can pick which they've got a, a big catalog of engineers and and their respective discographies, and you know, you see your favorites up there. You see Radiohead. You see Lana Del Rey. You see like, the, I mean, the Beatles, obviously. <laughs> um, but yes, it was it was so easy. You just upload upload the tracks and. And they send it back to you in a couple of days, and you get a round of notes, and it was awesome.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Didn't realize it worked that way. Yeah, well.
1: no, it's, it's, yeah, you don't have to be elite or up in the ranks at all to get your stuff mastered at Abbey Road.
0: And, and did you get to go to Abbey Road Studios?
1: <laughs> just, you just send it in.
0: That's it, no, right? I've never
1: been to London, but, yeah, just send it in.
0: Okay. I thought maybe you had the chance to go there and and check it out. Gosh, I wish. That'd that'd be cool. I'll let
1: you know when I start recording at Abbey Road Studios. There you
0: you go, please. (laughs) Uh, You're listening to Music Maker San Diego. I'm talking with Avery Cochran today. Uh, What is the uh, next song you're going to play for us?
1: Oh, that's right. Um, This next one is actually released. It's uh, called Blue Eyes. and um, yeah, It's the second track on my EP, the tender acoustic... Ballad that was aforementioned.
2: I'm sneaking in through your window. I've passed one, he still let me in, though. And we spend the night again high, laying side by side. And I swear that I look in those eyes and I lose all track of time. All right. me for the day We'll take a boat somewhere, go far far away And we'll steal a little liquor from the store And I'll fall in love with you a little more You're mine Just for tonight Cause I could have anyone I want I got pretty boys taking me to prom I watch you watch And you know that I want The kind of love affair we don't tell our moms Meet me in the church parking But I know it's wrong I don't want to show you off. Oh, blue eyes, you're driving me crazy. Let us kiss in my sheet, I'll call you baby, but just for tonight. Mm, all right. Because I could have anyone I want. I got a pretty boys taking me to prom, and I'll watch you watch. Oh, but you know that I want it. the carnal kind of love affair we don't tell our moms. I heard you got a look girl She treats you better And she's everything I'm not Cause she ain't a coward I know that's right But I could have anyone I want A hot, pretty boy, is taking me to prom. I know it was wrong. So wrong. Cause that shit don't last long. And the boys have all moved on. And I know it was wrong. Cause now you're gone.
0: When you write, um do you set a, a time a specific time or anything are you are you that disciplined where you sit down a certain time no. of the day or week or whatever and write definitely no <laughs>
1: it, it definitely right now I'm I'm in a such a rut right now too I a lot of writers block um, so I will try I'll say you know tomorrow I'm gonna songwrite, turn off my phone and just kind of sit with my guitar but then I get distracted you know like, I don't. I don't think I give myself enough credit, and give myself enough. Uh, yeah, I guess give myself enough credit, and and I see it as oh gosh, I could be doing you know I could be doing my laundry. It's Sunday. I've got no plans. I don't have school or work. Like why am I songwriting right now? You know I'm, I'm putting off my responsibilities, but I, I think I need more structured time like that, and and allowing myself uh, the creative time. But it all is also hard to to force that you know, sometimes I'll be hanging out in class and I'll have a melody idea or lyrics especially come out, come to me out of nowhere. I'm like, "Whoa, that's a cool lyric. I'm going to write that down. Um, and that could just be when I'm driving or, or walking or in class at work. Um, so no, short answer. No, I, I don't have structured time. I try to, and it fails, but you know, when, when I do have an idea, I, it's, it's all I want to do. You know, when I have a, a full song, I've got the chord progression nailed down, the lyrics, the melody. All I want to do is make a demo. All I want to do is take videos. All I want to do is, is play it. So I guess it just depends on the song.
0: And do, do the lyrics typically come first for you?
1: Not really. It used to be a chord progression. And then it would be lyrics. And then kind of the lyrics and melody always kind of go hand in hand for me. And I feel like a lot of songwriters kind of share this sentiment um, is when you are playing a chord progression, you get this melody and this just this word, like you're just like right here. I just know I have to say like this word, like I know I have to say it could be just, you know, like I don't know. When I was writing Blue Eyes, when I just played, like I knew I wanted to start the chorus with I could have anyone I want. I, I don't know why. It just it's just was an intuition, almost like a sixth sense, like. No, it's, it's this chunk of words or one word that I know I need to say with this melody, if that makes any
0: sense. Perfect sense. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> um, do you draw from personal experience with yes. your songs?
1: Yeah, almost all my songs are drawn from personal experience. Whenever anybody says, you know, who are your inspirations, who are your, um, who do you look up to with songwriting, with singing? I, and it's not to say that there's not a shortage of wonderful, amazing female artists or just artists in general, musicians. I, I always I feel like songwriting for me, it's, it's nothing I really, you know, have have goals with. It's just like another way of journaling, you know, so I'm not trying to sound like anybody or anything. Like I just it's a it's a manifestation of my experiences and thoughts. And and when I when I write the and the, the singing part, the music part is just kind of a bonus. So it's really therapeutic for me. Um, yeah, because it, it's all from personal every single one. And normally, unfortunately, it's failed relationships, which is why I'm trying to change that narrative.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do those. Yeah. <laughs> you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, tell us about the third song you're going to play.
1: Um, this one is also an unreleased song. I played it at the So Far set. Um, it's it's about a relationship. About my <laughs> current one, um, just kind of um, how, I don't know, I describe it at the So Far set as oh, it's, it's when you hurt somebody you love because you were you were hurting yourself. Like, my hurt caused the hurt of my loved one. And I think a lot of people, you know, as, as cheesy as I just put it, like, I feel like a lot of people can resonate with that, you know. So this one, um, and this is another one where the the title kind of came to me and the words kind of came to me. It's called Better Man.
2: Go on and chant me Go on bewitch me Be my always enough Be the best thing my hands ever touched and I'll curse the nicotine As it runs through my bloodstream It's so easy to ride When your person is gone I wanna love you Like I should have Don't want to hurt you If I'm hurting I want to open the floodgates I want you back Sleeping at my place And I can't subject Myself to trauma I want to heal The trauma I want to open the floodgates Just crashing me way, And I'll do all I can Take my head from my hands Be a better man Oh, I promise you I promise it's not how our story goes I'll wash the blood from my clothes Repave our own. Oh, I promise you I promise we'll build our home you came unexpected when I was a mesh still with magnificence and marvel in a bottle of mezcal and there's nothing I wouldn't do to always wake up right now And this love, I swear it's difficult, but for this love, I swear I'm invincible. I want to love you like I should have, don't want to hurt you if I'm hurting. I want to open the floodgates, I want you. and I can't subject myself to torture industry shit was getting boring I want to open the floodgates and I from my hands be a better man oh I promise you I promise it's not how our story goes I'll wash the blood from my clothes we pave our road oh I promise you I promise we'll build our home
0: When I saw you perform recently, you were playing at a small art gallery yes. in El Cajon, very intimate setting, Yes. 20 people or so there. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite type of venue to play?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I would say, as much as I love that, not that, probably. Um, <laughs> I mean, I loved it. I, I think it was so fun, but I like to play when I have a band. I feel so vulnerable when it's just me and my guitar, especially because I feel so... Um, Uh, not confident in my, in my guitar skills my accompaniment skills. And back in Seattle, I had a full band and it was awesome. I had a drummer, a bass player and two guitarists. And we would, we would pack up bars and we would just rock up all my songs and people would dance and people would, I think it's the dancing that gets me. It was, it was awesome to play an intimate set. Like honestly, like I can't discredit that. And I, I played barefoot and everything. So I, it was nice but yeah the band and and people up and dancing was is where i i thrive i think
0: so what's next for uh, avery musically speaking
1: that's an excellent question um gosh you know
0: any new music
1: yeah i just released a song two weeks ago it's called story goes it's it's definitely a vulnerable vulnerable one which is why i avoided you know singing it on the podcast but it's definitely worth a listen and uh, coming up, I do have a new, a new song. I, I don't have a release date for it yet, but that one's really special to me as well. Maybe in the new year, early new year. Um, and just trying to play as many shows as I can. I'm going back home to Seattle, so maybe some shows up there too.
0: How can people find out more about you, find out uh, where you're playing?
1: Great, great question. I've got a website. It's Avery Cochran, C O C H R A N E H Q dot com and i think it's like you know because i'm broke and cheap one of those dash wix site something or other so it's not it's not my official donate domain yet but i will i will get it published um but that has my my perform upcoming performances and then my spotify obviously and my instagram which is at avercc but yeah check me out on wherever you get your music soundcloud spotify anywhere. I think my email is also linked in my Instagram bio. So if you want to say hey on on Gmail, I'm all ears.
0: (laughs) Avery, great seeing you again.
1: Yes, you too, Gary. Thank Uh, you so much.
0: Thanks for being on the show today. Enjoy talking with you. You too. Always enjoy listening to your music. Continued success to you. And hopefully I'll see you again performing somewhere down the road soon.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: That does it for another episode of Music Makers San Diego, where we shine a light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. From solo artists to duos and songwriting band members, established songwriters, as well as up-and-coming ones. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee. Have a good one.